Good morning, everyone. My name is Jonathan Alcade, and I'm your host for Practice Success Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about Pinterest. And my guest today, she's an expert and a master of Pinterest. Um, my guest is Kyla Irig. Uh, she's a conscious living blogger turned Pinterest coach. After learning about uh, learning Pinterest for her own blog, Writing From Nowhere, she started helping creators tap into the life-changing magic of finding your people on the internet. Um, this is very interesting to me because Pinterest is so, it, it's an untapped market. No, Nobody that I know or people that I have interviewed on my knowledge have been using Pinterest for their, grow their business or their brand. So... I'm excited to learn about Pinterest and how can I use this for my own brand and for my own business. So, um, yeah, I'm going to bring her um, to you guys in just a minute. We'll see you soon. All right. Hi, welcome. Hi, Jonathan. Thanks for having me. Oh, um, appreciate you joining us today. Um, Kyla, did I pronounce your name right? It's um, Kyla. It's Kayla. 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 What's your last name? Eric. Eric. Okay, cool. So, like, because I, I was like, oh, I'm having a hard time actually pronouncing her name, but it's Kayla Eric, right? Yes. Perfect. Okay, good. So, you're a Pinterest coach. Um, Kayla, can you give us a little bit of background? How'd you get started with Pinterest? Yeah, I was starting a blog in 2017. And I think like everybody who starts as a content creator online, you have this really like rosy vision that you'll do it for yourself and you'll have like, you'll be motivated. And I don't know that you'll be like totally in love with what you're doing. But deep down, we all know if nobody reads that within three months, you're you've closed up shop. You're not going to keep going <laughs> with zero traffic and zero results. So I initially, as soon as I started my blog, I also started with Pinterest as my key strategy because I knew that's where I found bloggers. I was on Pinterest probably every day, like a lot of people. And I started at the same time, uh, my blog and marketing on Pinterest, and they just grew together now to what is I'm closing in on. I started in 2018. So this is near, we're nearing, nearing the end of year two. Oh, almost year two. And when you started blogging and then you'll be like, okay, I need traffic from Pinterest. You do. You're, you're absolutely correct. Once you started doing something and you have no traffic and there's no traction, you kind of lose interest and you'll be like, you lose motivation. And so you, you learn this on your own or do you actually have a coach to actually teach you Pinterest? I used online resources to learn. I didn't have a coach, but, um, it's if I could go back in time and I think have money, I would have gotten coaching. But you also learn as you go. You get that base foundation, but then you have to tweak it to your own style. And like anything online, it, you have to start out doing what gets success, what other people find success with. Then you have to change into your own style anyway. You know, you can never just follow the steps. I think you usually have to find your own style and flair. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you do. And Actually, it's more exciting to me when you actually just learn it on your own because you have so much motivation. You'll be like, man, how to do this? You want to find 
the right way to do things for you um, so that you could actually do it for your own and then you could make it as a business. So there's like um, a gap there where it's like a, a learning curve and then you get some clients. How did how did that work for you? Um, did, how long before you actually got traction and got clients when you started with Pinterest? I started getting traffic the first month that I used Pinterest and I mm -hmm. only had maybe two blog posts. And I mean, I didn't start out with a business model. I just, I had just moved abroad and I didn't speak the language where I lived and I was so lonely. <laughs> so I was really just trying to connect with people and I started blogging and then I had traffic from that first month and it's just picked up from there. And um, I knew that I wanted this to be my career, but I hadn't, it took, it kind of had to mature on its own before it really developed into realizing like, I, I, I love Pinterest for myself, but for me to do it long enough to realize I love Pinterest as a marketing tool and I love talking to people about Pinterest. And then it kind of just hit me one day, like, wow, this is my business model is helping people with Pinterest and using this tool with so helping others use it. Okay, that, that's that's great. Now that you have actually have result, you can actually help others to do the same thing. What made you, um, well, take us back. You actually said that you moved abroad. Where did you go? I moved from the U.S. to the Netherlands. My uh, then boyfriend, now husband, I moved here kind of uh, spontaneously. We had known each other about five months, six months, and then I moved here and I didn't know a word of Dutch. And um, <laughs> it was very hard to even find work um, like waitressing or cleaning. Um, it was a total shock. And I thought, what am I going to do? I have to start over. And I thought, no, I'm going to start over for myself. I'm not going to start over working for somebody else. And I had had some businesses in the past, some freelance and consultant consulting work. And I thought this time it's going to be right. It's going to grow naturally. Even if it's slow, I'm going to start writing and figure out what is it that I actually want to do. And um, just connecting with people along the way is what got me where I am now. Ah, man. So yeah, the, 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 the courage to actually move out of state to, to a new place. I mean, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot. That, that takes balls. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was really happy. I was really excited. You know, it was hard, but if I knew how hard it was, how hard it was going to be, you know, so whenever you're like in love and also just the adventure, the rush of it all, I, if I had known how difficult it would be, it would have definitely like dampened the excitement. So I'm glad that I was naive and just excited. And same thing with business though. We all get into business excited and we have all these like rosy visions. And if we were told up front how difficult some parts of it would be, it would uh, it would weed some of us out to start. We wouldn't necessarily have the guts to go in. <laughs> well, you're, yeah, and people actually go into it and knowing, hey, I I'll create a business. I actually want to make an income out of it, and then it's it's the learning and then the 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 time it takes when it takes it gets traction. It's where people get. You know unmotivated and you'd be like hey yeah this is not for me it's because it's it's there it, there is a learning curve and there is hard especially when you don't have someone to guide you or coach you and and then you're on your own you have to think on your feet and adjust whatever it is that you need need is in order for you to to get money and income from that business um Kayla, how many businesses did you start before you found something that makes you money and helping others as well? 
Oh gosh. Um, I think I could honestly say I had two failed businesses before um, this. Uh, I had a freelancing career, not a business, just freelancing for years. And it wasn't technically unsuccessful, but it was joyless. I didn't like it at all. It was really just a means to an end, especially traveling. I did the digital nomad thing where you just work online and backpack. And um, I was really unhappy with the work, the freelancing work, but I thought it's worth it because I'm here, you know, wherever on an island somewhere in the Caribbean. And But so you could call that as like failed business one. And then two was a consulting firm that I started. And um, the work was very location dependent. And I went into it with a business partner and that's just, it just didn't work whenever I moved abroad. So circumstantially, I think that one could have, that could have been very successful. Theoretically, my business partner still operates on his own, so he's doing fine, but, um, it just didn't suit my lifestyle, which is, was for me, it became like the number one priority was not, was the whole, having it be the whole package. Mm. Well, so tell us, um, what kind of lifestyle is it that you wanted? Is it like traveling or just, what is it? I want freedom. I want freedom. to be able to make money. Uh, I want to be able to, what, there's like the three big pillars of freedom, right? Creative freedom that you can do the work that you want, um, income freedom that you decide how much money you make in a year, and location freedom that you're able to come and go as you want. To me, I want all three. And I told people this for the first years I built my blog and it was making no money. It was costing me money. It wasn't making any money. <laughs> and people kind of were nodding their heads like, uh -huh, that's nice. Like somebody told me once, keep dreaming, sweetheart. But no. now, one year later, I mean, now I'm in the second year of my business and it employs me full time. My husband is coming on board and I, I did keep dreaming, but that's because I could achieve it. It wasn't that it wasn't crazy. It's not like I want to go live on Mars. I just want to do what I love. It, I don't think it's that complicated or too much to ask. Right. Um, I, I'm glad that no, that tweet did not persuade you to like stop you from deciding the life that you wanted and did it, digital nomad you started a free, freelancer um it actually works i know that it works um it, it, it just depends on what you're doing you probably have you know i don't know what are how how did that fail anyways because it seems like it fits your lifestyle but yeah. i wanted to know how did that freelancing fail for you uh, the freelancing failed for me because i um, I was still so tethered to the projects and I was writing for like daily. I was writing five, I was field freelance writing five stories a day, you know, four stories a day, five days a week for an online magazine. Mm -hmm. And they started to ask me to rip off another online magazine's work. Uh -huh. And I couldn't, I felt like I was telling them no. And then they kind of started insinuating that I was going to be let go if I didn't like, if I wasn't like more like go with the flow, they called it. But they told me just do it, just copy this story and change the words enough so that Google doesn't recognize it as stolen. And that doesn't work for me at all. <laughs> and, um, and I realized I'm still completely dependent. In my mind, I'm like freeze a bird on an island somewhere. And in reality, I'm still tethered to my computer. And I, if, if they fire me or I quit, which I ultimately did because I wasn't down for stealing work, uh -huh. um, I was still out of luck. You know, I, I hadn't built anything that sustained me for more than a week. Right. And that's why um, that, that, that's what the blogger came to you and be like, hey, this is actually long term because I've ha I have worked. As a as a freelancer for sales, and then yeah. they they I was actually well, um I was a closer for this program called um, 
AB, um, Amazon FBA, and they, they fired me. And I was like, wow, now I'm back to getting a new client. And yeah. I was like, this is hard. <laughs> I want something more sustainable where if I build it, even though it's hard, it's going to be long-term wealth. And then it's going to be on my own time. And mm-hmm. it, it just keep bringing in and bringing in. And now, because um, looking for clients, it's hard. Instead of attracting clients, it's easier. Mm-hmm. But the, the work is harder when you attract clients. Um, Amen. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you're a brand, you're a business. And then um, you're now you're helping businesses grow their business. Um, can you can you help us? I know, understand how many times do you have to post on Pinterest in order for a business or a brand to grow to grow? Yeah, that's a great question. And Pinterest, to kind of you kind of have to zoom out to really analyze that. Mm-hmm. Pinterest is a long-term SEO strategy. And it's mm. it's a search engine. It's like Google's cooler sister, you know? It's not right. it's not a social media platform and it's long-term like passive traffic but you have to get to that point like anything you have to work to the point where it's passive and it works and it comes in naturally especially i think you really have to approach pinterest with like a year outlook if you're going to come as a business like think about committing for a year not because you need to do it for a year to see results you could really see results within three or six months but you want to really understand how your content fits into the like the, I always call it the beehive of Pinterest. Like how are you attracting people in? And you're going to have to tweak that strategy because it's a little bit, it's different than everywhere else. It's different than every other platform that we use. It's special and unique in that way. And I think a year is a really like go into it. It just helps frame you up. Like you're going to commit for a year. You're going to try, you're going to hit the seasonal stuff. Pinterest is so seasonal and there's just endless amounts of traffic opportunities, but you have to see how you fit into what people are searching for. It's not the same as Google. People Google the thing whenever people have a problem and they open Google or Pinterest on their phone. Those are two very different things. Like they're growing for two very different answers. And you have to think about that and reframe your content into that lens. Hmm. I think this comes down to, okay, well, I know who my target audience is. I know what kind of content I need to put out. And then the the one year waiting period is what, what would like mind-boggling everybody and stop it, stop them from doing Pinterest. It's because it's like, oh, it might take three, might, you may get traction three to six months, uh, you will. However, yeah. it takes a long time to build that SEO and then like the businesses are like, oh, okay. Well, we especially for the ones that are tight on budget and like they don't see it as a priority as of right now. But um, so, the, so Pinterest, you you have to post on a daily basis in order for you to get traction in the next three to six months or how does that work yes so most creators use an automated scheduling tool so they will create create content and then schedule it up so you can really batch this task as well i know people who batch their pinterest quarterly so they do pinterest Mm -hmm. four times a year and it's their main website traffic source so you put in the time you schedule it up and then it publishes pins or repins things every day more than once a day, probably five to 10 times. And I almost hesitate to say a number because it's changed several times in 2020 or in the, uh, there's been a lot of recent changes, but right now I know I personally do five pins a day. A lot five of people are within that range. It used to be 50. So thank God it went down to five. We all <laughs> like have a lot, let our, uh, our to-do lists were a lot shorter after that, but 
Mm, okay, so at least we get some numbers here, right? So five times a day, it's not so bad. Um, well, tell me about you're using this Pinterest for your business, right? And yes. so tell me if someone to work with you, what's what would they get? What's the end result? And also what's the process look like? Mm. Well, I offer two different services. So one is management where I mm -hmm. manage a you know an account completely. And then the other is coaching. And uh, most people want to be coached. I think most entrepreneurs just want to figure it out themselves and go on their way. And that process, people come in, I audit the account that they have and um, make a, identify all the things that need tweaked and optimized. And then we go through probably, normally it's four or five calls and I help them create the content that does well and really hit on the current trends as well. Like right now, video is really important on Pinterest. And six months ago, it, it wasn't, it was there, but it wasn't important for your strategy. And now it really is. So really helping people use what they have too. That's what Pinterest is all about. It's about, to me, it's like the farm as a kid, whenever your pets die, your parents tell you that they went to live at a farm and you think, oh, that's like this happy farm with all my pets there, <laughs> like all my cats. But that's Pinterest. Take your Instagram posts, your YouTube videos, even your, your blogs, your email newsletters, put it all on Pinterest and let it live a long, happy life there. <laughs> and it will still drive traffic for years. Oh, okay. Well, now that makes so much sense. Like, because we're already posting on social media it's um and then you post it on pinterest and just let it sit there and let seo work for itself and even if it's if it takes a year or something like that it's it's okay because you're already posting on other social media as well so it's yeah. just an, another another platform to post your 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 content and then mm -hmm. when, once it works oh it will really work and wow. it's all searchable. It's all optimized. So nobody's searching your content on Instagram. It's, I mean, hashtags, but Instagram is not a search engine. Take your work there, optimize it on Pinterest, and let people search and find it long term. Wow. Okay. Now that's just, just amazing. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm more of a, like, put yourself out there at scale. Like, if I was to post something, it's going to be somewhere everywhere. And if I were mm -hmm. going to do something just like this podcast, it's going to be everywhere as well. So right now we are live on Facebook, Facebook um, um, group, and also YouTube, Twitch, and um, Twitter. So like I want to do more um, efficient with my time. And this is like if more be more efficient with your content. You'll be more, become more, more effective actually, because you're posting it on Pinterest. So, um, Kayla, what are some of the challenges um, you faced when you were, um, when you started your blogging? Oh, gosh, so many, I guess just learning everything, right? Like any business, you're totally lost. And you think what's the right advice as well, because there's so much there's no shortage of advice on the internet. And <laughs> you really have to get it like develop a, like an internal compass of what's like, BS and what's or just purely outdated, which is the real nightmare with how quickly platforms evolve. Like Instagram has changed rapidly in the last year. TikTok didn't even exist a year ago. Um, Pinterest has made massive changes in the past year. YouTube, I'm not on YouTube as a strategically, so I couldn't tell you, but it's probably made changes in the past year, right? Right. Okay. So you, there's some challenges. You you needed traffic, and then so now what are you? Uh, in order for you to you know you you have your blog and you have your coaching what what kind of platform are you using right now to actually put yourself out there 
Mm, you mean to find clients? Yeah. I Most of my clients kind of come to me naturally mm. through my email list. I have mm -hmm. an, a resource library. I used to make all of these resources for my clients and just send them one-on-one. -on -one, and then I started publishing them online in a resource library on my website. And a lot of people sign up for those emails and maybe seven emails in, they realize, gosh, can you help me? <laughs> There's so much more than I thought. And so that's where a lot of my clients come from. And also just Facebook groups. I see people in there. This is how I started as a Pinterest coach. People were asking really basic questions about Pinterest. And I was at home. I had time. So I just started answering every question I found. I would go through these groups every day and answer every single Pinterest question. And people would say, can you help me more? And that is how my business, it, it evolved just very naturally. It was totally organic. Wow. Okay. But so I don't advertise otherwise. I don't advertise at all. Yeah. We, 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 well, we don't have, um, for just starting, people are just starting out. Advertising can cost a little bit of money. And so, and we don't have that, you know, the budget and, no, it's it's actually okay. I know I like what you're doing. You actually go out there and then give value and then answer their questions and then they become interested on you and you'd be like, okay, what does she do? And what, they will profile you. Um, okay, so we got that done. Um, Jesse, thank you for um, tuning into the show. Uh, we appreciate you. Um, okay, so we got Pinterest done. And then you'd be like, okay, post five times a, a day. And then do you, do you post on um, Instagram as well? Do you post like five times on Instagram and then put it on Pinterest? No, I have a whole schedule and um, I use the, it's pretty much the standard scheduler. It's called Tailwind. It's what most people use. And they, you have like a calendar view of your slots to fill. And I fill it once a week or once a month, depending on how busy I am. And I'll go and I'll pull from Instagram in the past month. I'll pull all my Instagram posts, all my blog posts and anything else that's relevant. If I have a new YouTube video, I'll pull it there. And then I fill up a schedule. And that's how most people batch it as well. It should not be a daily task. Okay, so it shouldn't be a daily task. Okay, what was that? Um, the the tools that you were using again? I'm interested. Tailwind. Okay. All right. So guys, we're gonna post that too. Also, also probably the last question that I have for you because um, I want to know more. Like, you're coaching the 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 people on how to use Pinterest, right? To grow their business. And they're going to get the result is they're going to know how to grow their business on Pinterest. Okay. And what, okay. I'm out of question actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So they're going to grow their business because I want to know the process of it. And like on the daily basis on how uh, think, how do you do things on a daily basis, more like on a practical basis. And so mm -hmm. like you post on Instagram and then you schedule all of this and you have one day to actually do this. Is there like what what other headaches do you have except for um, posting? So the, the only requirement mm -hmm. is you have to post on social media. You should just be sharing value, right? Any of your content, like mm -hmm. uh, if you're no matter what, like um, what avenue you take, like the popular ones, of course, Instagram, YouTube, but even people's I've seen people with really killer email newsletters where they just export them and then link them up and have the they create like a it's like a cover, you know. 
and put it on Pinterest and people will come read it. I think that as a business owner, if you really want to like zoom out and step back as to how do you like approach this strategy, it should be create providing value, which is mm -hmm. what all content marketing does anyway, if it's done right. well. Mm -hmm. Okay. So good. All right. Well, um, that's, that's what I wanted to hear is like, okay, um, do it on a daily basis, provide value, and then, um, put it on Pinterest. Pinterest is just another platform. And so you don't post directly to the Pinterest, you post it on other social media. Well, if you're bringing your Instagram posts over, you'll you know, obviously post on Instagram and then bring them. But you do publish directly on Pinterest for all of your, say, blog content. That's a really common. I think most businesses have a blog. You would publish to your website as always and then upload it to Pinterest. And then it would you would optimize it and it would just live there forever. And once you've done it for, you know, I said a year because a lot of people have content with some seasonal, uh, you know, things start your new year right with your business, like tasks you know web designers always see those like start off your new year by getting you know cleaning up your website and all these things that they recommend once you've been on pinterest for a year you see that traffic start to roll in i saw my christmas content started getting traffic in july and it's just giving me daily traffic now from pinterest my christmas content from last year the year before uh it's just <laughs> working for you Wow. Okay. So yeah, that's what's um, interesting to me because it, it, it works. It gives it time, but it works. Uh, all right. So anyways, one last question before I let you go. Other than them growing their business on Pinterest, is there any other benefit for you coaching, um, well, them working with you and working on Pinterest? Well, it's just another way to get traffic. So if you're trying to get website traffic, then Pinterest should be a priority for you, in my opinion. And, uh, or influencers, sometimes they just like to have high numbers, right? <laughs> if you're right. like really into like brand, like pitching with brands and collaborating, you can get some really nice, like sexy numbers from Pinterest. Like I reach between four and 5 million people a month on Pinterest. And to have that number on Instagram, that would take a whole different, that's a whole different game there. Oh, but, man. Okay, yeah, I'm definitely interested. I actually like it because Instagram right now for me, it's like hard to do for some reason. But yeah, I like this one. Um, Kayla, thank you so much uh, for coming on to the show. Thank you for actually teaching us about, you know, Pinterest. It's, it's, it's interesting to me. And then um, I'm actually going to do them to act uh, and then put, create an account. Okay, so what's the process like? Create an account and then that's it. What you're you create a, a business account. Yes, business, business. Account. and link up all your sites. So you link up your uh, all of your your Instagram, YouTube, all those your websites, Etsy shops. The list goes on. And then anytime anybody saves something from your site, it's tracked to you on Pinterest. Because right now people could be saving your stuff, but if you're not on Pinterest, you don't even know. Like if you have an Instagram and you say, "Or take travel photos," you're a travel influencer. People are saving your photos into Wonderlust, uh, next trip after COVID's gone. You know, they're saving these travel photos, but those influencers don't even know what's being shared because they're not on Pinterest to track it and get the credit. So for all you know, people are already sharing your stuff on there and you ought to be getting a little, you know, connecting there with them because now it's like I'm saving it from some website and instead it could be tracked like and they could just come back and say, oh, Jonathan's accounts. And then, oh, his website more and all of his other, uh, all the stuff that you want them to see. And people do, they click through to the accounts all the time. And that's, you'll get new followers and followers don't matter. But 
it's nice to see that people are finding you and they're attracted to what you're offering. <sighs> see, um, and it, this guys, this is free. So it's it's not like it's gonna cost you money. It takes some time. However, it's all worth it because it would last forever. Um, mm -hmm. it, what does it last? It lasts forever. Cause I know that Google changed their um, aggregate, uh, their, their things and then you lose stuff, but I don't know all about that. So never mind. Anyways, Kayla, thank you so much for coming on to the show. Um, I re um, re thank you. And so where can we find you and how can we find you? You can find me on my website, which is writingfromnowhere.com. And mm -hmm. all my Pinterest stuff is there, my blog, and that's where I live online. <laughs> well, what are you writing on? Is it just your daily lives or what are you writing on? I am a conscious living blogger, so pretty much um, wasting less, travel, it's kind of a funny umbrella to say conscious living, but pretty much just enjoy life. Don't sleepwalk through life. Stop and think about what you're doing and just ways to enjoy and also live like a bit of a cleaner life as well. Less trash, less waste, more in tune with the environment. Okay, wow. Okay, so... <laughs> One last question. You're, are you just living on coaching and Pinterest alone and you have a full-time income and you could support yourself? Yeah, I live off of my blog. So I have some money, the affiliate stuff for my blog and coaching and management. And yeah, that supports me. Ah, see guys. Oh man, that's so interesting. You should have went there. Ah, what uh, would have been like, it would have been so much um would have been really good to know a little bit more about that but guys um visit writingfromnowhere.com and our instagram is um right there i'm gonna put it on the description as well um thank you for tuning in and thank you so much for listening to us um pinterest is actually another source or another platform to to you know share your message share your posts and to help more people find you that's pretty much what it is so yeah, um, that's it from us. Thank you so much, and uh, we'll see you later. Bye. Thank you. <laughs>